You know, one of the things that this church has always been committed to, we have always strived to have a strong emphasis on mission work. I want to take you back to the late 1800s. There was a man and his family by the name of William Bishop. He was the first foreign missionary sent from Texas by the Churches of Christ to a foreign mission field. I want you to hear that. The first foreign missionary sent from the state of Texas by the Churches of Christ, his name was William Bishop. He and his family went to Tokyo, Japan. And following his time there where he did mission work, Lamar Avenue brought him back and he was the minister for this church from 1898 to 1899. Now, a lot of you probably didn't know that. And I say that this morning to remind us we have a rich, rich history of mission work. We have always strived to whoever the missionary and his family were, we've always tried to partner with them and have a relationship with them in a very healthy way because it's a two-way street. It's one thing to say, we want to do mission work, we need missionaries. It's another thing to send them over to foreign places. But then our part here, while we're home, is to not forget them and to continue to reach out and love them and minister to them, even though we may be thousands of miles apart. Now, about five years ago, we were at a crossroads with our mission work and we began praying and we began searching and we began looking at different teams and where they were going to go. And we began a relationship with Brent and Jill Nichols at that point. Now, at that point, it was just Brent and Jill. They didn't have any kids. And so we started the time where, you remember, they came here and stayed six or eight months and ministered with us here at Lamar Avenue, formed the relationships with the church and Here's how mission work has changed. In the 1800s and on till about, I would say, 1980s or so, mission work was done by one person. You hired one missionary and they went to that field, just like William Bishop's family did, and they were our missionaries in Tokyo, Japan. Okay? Now what you do is they go as a team. And if you think about it, there's strength in numbers, right? It's one thing to go to Tokyo, Japan by yourself, just you and your wife. It's another thing to realize you've got three or four other families that are there together to help start the church and to help minister. So it's a world of difference in how far we have come with mission work in the churches of Christ. Well, they started a journey about five years ago where they started praying and working with different groups that were helping them form their teams and form their relationships and find different places in the, in the world of where to go, they found a place in Brazil, a city called Niteroi, Brazil, where they would embark on planting the first Church of Christ in that city. Now, right across the bay from Niteroi, 
is Rio de Janeiro. How many of you have heard of Rio de Janeiro from all the movies, okay? That is a very, very big city, and we have several churches of Christ there in Rio, but we've never had the opportunity to plant a church in the city of Niteroy, which is about between five and 600,000 people now. And so we were able to partner and help establish the first church of Christ in Niteroy, and I think that's pretty amazing. And we have a great, great team there that Brent and Jill Nichols are a part of now, and so I want to show right now about a three-minute video. Since over the five years, we have made several trips there to see Brent and Jill. Last November, Carrie Ann and I, along with Clint and Rachel Spencer and Lewis and Carol Anderson, made a trip there for about a week and spent some time with the church and just encouraging them and just seeing firsthand how the work is doing. And so I want to show you this three-minute video, and then we'll continue.
Needless to say, we did eat a lot while we were on that trip. That week was filled from sunup to sundown of just one place after another of just seeing firsthand what God is doing there with the people and with the church. And so we're, we're going to attempt right now to try to Skype in Brent. And while we're doing that, I want you to turn your Bibles to Romans chapter 1. Romans chapter 1. And I want to read to you beginning in verse 8. You know, one of the things that if, when you read your New Testament and you read letters that Paul wrote, a lot of times when Paul was writing these letters to the different churches, he found himself as a prisoner in his own hired house, as, as, as Acts tells us, because of preaching the gospel. And so many times he could not be face-to-face with the church. He couldn't be face-to-face with the people there, whether it be the church in Rome or the church at Corinth or whichever one. And so a lot of times he would send a corresponding letter and he would have that letter delivered to them and they would read, the church would, they would read what was on Paul's heart and all the teaching and all the reminders and all of that that Paul wanted to impart on the church. And so those are the letters that we get to read now as people of faith. One of the things that stands out to me as Paul is corresponding and as Paul is sending these letters, he is always thanking God for the church. He's always thanking God for the people that he's writing to. He has a relationship with them, and a lot of times he is in tears that he can't be with them in person. And so as I read this letter, Paul's longing to visit Rome, I want you to hear the depth from the heart of Paul to the church at Rome and how much he loves this church and longs to be with them. He says, first, I thank my God through Jesus Christ for all of you because your faith is being reported all over the world. God, whom I serve with my whole heart in preaching the gospel of his Son, is my witness how constantly I remember you in my prayers at all times. And I pray that now, at last, by God's will, the way may be open for me to come to you. I long to see you so that I may impart to you some spiritual gift to make you strong. That is, that you and I may be mutually encouraged by each other's faith. Do you hear the depth? Do you see the way that Paul is reaching out, even through words, even through letter, he's reaching out to them, wanting to be with them, but more than that, it's a letter of encouragement. It's a letter that Paul says, I'm encouraged by what I hear. That even though I can't be with you day after day after day, I'm encouraged by your faith. And by the way, he says your faith is being reported and it's being known about all over the world. Church, that's a good thing, isn't it? That our faith can be known by others. And so today, even though we can't be 
in Niteroi, Brazil, because of distance. Even though we can't be there, our hearts are always with Brent and Jill Nichols. And not only that, just like Paul prayed for the church there, we need to pray for our missionaries every day. We need to pray that God will continue to open up doors and hearts so that the message can be received. I mean, you think about it. Five years ago, Brent and Jill left a very familiar place in Oklahoma City, sold their home, sold their possessions, sold it all, put just a little bit in storage, but they basically said, we're going to start over. And they sold it all, and them and four others' teams embarked on a brand new place. In a foreign place, they had to go to language school. I mean, you think about it. We go to the grocery store today, and man, we just go get what we need, go through line, check out, and we're on our merry way, right? They had to really think about when we go grocery shopping, we can't understand each other. They can't understand us, so they had to dive into the culture. They had to dive into the language and learn that. And I want to tell you, and you're going to see this in just a moment, hopefully, Brent can speak Portuguese very, very well. Jill can speak Portuguese, I would say, even better than Brent can, okay? Women have a knack for kind of picking it up more than others. And as I say that, look at there. Can you hear me, Brent and Jill? Yes, we can hear you. Hey, that is great. Okay, I want, church, I want you to turn around back there where Clint is, where the camera is, and I want you to just kind of give a Texas wave so Brent and Jill and Jack and Titus can see y'all. Isn't that a sweet sound? Isn't that great? How are y'all doing? We're really good. We're excited to see y'all this morning. Good. We're excited that y'all are on the screen and on our way. I mean, it just feels like that you're just right there. You are in front of us, but it feels like that you're just sitting there right there with us. Did y'all have a great morning with worship? Yeah, we had a really good, really great worship this morning. It was really, really uh, special. Good. Really good. Hey, Jill, why don't you introduce the kiddos to us? Um, This is Brent Nichols. He is my husband. (laughs) (laughs) And this is Titus. He's a big brother now. To Jack. This is Jack. That's neat. (laughs) I was just reminding the church five years ago when y'all went to Niteroi how it was just the two of you. And now five years later, here you go. You have a family. And uh, sweet boys, good kids. And uh, we're just so thankful uh, for you guys. Hey, Brent, real quick, I just want to, I want, I'd like for you to kind of give us an update on the team of, of people there with you uh, from five years ago until right now. Okay, I'll cover the last five years, 30 seconds. So uh, we came to the field with five couples, and uh, just uh, two, three of the couples have gone, gone home. And we have recently, uh, as of February of this year, just had two new couples, uh, Kelly and Kelsey Tomasi and Chad and Micah Baker, who have just joined us, and they're going to be working with us for the next five years as well. And then, so we're, we're, we now have four couples here working. And then we also started last year with a Brazilian evangelist 
Flavio and Fernanda, and they have a new son, the five days older than Jack. And so uh, they've been working with us for the past year. All right, that's great. Church, are you able to hear okay? Do we need to turn it up just a little bit? Okay, great. Okay, Brent, real quick, um, talk, talk to us about how y'all have seen the church grow uh, in the last five years, not just with numbers, but with contacts being made and spiritual growth and things like that. Um, I'm actually going to let Jill field this one, if that's okay with you. That's great. <laughs> um, well, I just am excited to talk about it because um, we have had just some really great things happen in our children's ministry and in our women's ministry, where we have a lot of Brazilians taking on leadership. And we have a new woman that, um, that does all of the children's worship and she organizes it and does the lessons and um, finds help for it and it's just a really big blessing that she has such a passion for kids and is here working with us and just one of our members and in our ladies ministry we have we have women that just on a monthly basis um, plan the events and uh, and just we, we've just seen a lot of growth in in the leadership of our Brazilian women um, and then I think We've had new ministries also. The men's ministry has just started, and it's really going well. They do an activity every month. And um, Brent started a new English class ministry. And because of the new, the two new couples that Brent talked about, we have two new missionary families. And so because of them, we have a lot of new contacts also that are coming into the church because they're excited, and they're out there meeting new people and bringing them to church. And it's just, it's just really an exciting time here because— we're uh, just sort of growing in all areas and all ways. That is really great. Hey, right there, where church where they are sitting right now is actually uh, the auditorium, and that's kind of the gathering place. Uh, yeah, thank you for pointing that out, Brent. Uh, <laughs> Brent, we just watched a video from our time together back in November, and uh-huh. uh, one of the things that I'd like for you to talk about now is. Uh, your present location of where you're meeting and and how we've made uh, progress and buying the jungle location that we just saw. And uh, so if you can kind of talk about the plans uh, for the new church building. Sure. Um, we uh, just right about the time y'all were here, just, we're just about to and fa- finishing up purchasing a piece of property. Uh, this property where, where we are now is the, the property where we started the church. And we have been renting here for the past four years. Uh, and rent, like just about everything, is really expensive here. And so one of our biggest goals in, in, for the church is for the church to be able to support itself and uh, take care of its own financial needs. And to do that, we really need to get out from under the rent. Our rent is, uh, like I said, very expensive. It's about pushing uh, a little less than $4,000 a month uh, for a real small little space. But we're, we have a really great location, but obviously that's not something that's uh, sustainable long-term. And so we're really working, excited about the new piece of property, uh, and we have plans to start, start building here in the near future. Uh, we actually are waiting uh, to get all of the documents. We're waiting on uh, the city to approve everything, and we hope to begin demolition. Uh, this month, uh, well, probably, honestly, it'll happen after the World Cup, so probably July. Uh, and so then uh, once we have the demolition, we can start building. And so our hope is, even though we won't have a, a complete structure completely finished, 
that we'll be able to move in and start meeting there and get out from under our rent, which will help us to uh, be a little bit uh, closer to being reaching our goals of, of being more sufficient uh, financially. Uh, it's, we're really excited about the building. We still have a long ways to go on it, but there, there's just so many opportunities and things that are going to be available to us when we have our own facility uh, that we can do whatever we'd like to with the property. So it's, it's, a, it's a big deal, and we're really excited about it uh, and, and looking forward to the next few years to see how it, it works out. That is great. And, Brent, I think you all know this, but every Sunday morning uh, when we take up our regular contribution, uh, we have our kids, our children, go back to the back out in the foyer, and they, uh, they're collecting money for you guys for the building fund uh, from their own pockets, and I know many of these kids have made sacrifices, and they look forward to saving up during the week so they can contribute uh, toward y'all's new church home. And so uh, we're blessed to be able to, to help with that, even in a small way, with our children. Now, location-wise, it in about less than two miles from the present location where the new building will be. It's less than a mile. It's less actually than less than a kilometer. Uh, okay. Here in Brazil, we have to use the metric system. So uh, it's less than, I guess if my math is correct, it's less than a half a mile from where our, our church currently is. So we're not going to have to move out of the neighborhood. Uh, we just actually, it's walking distance from where we are now to, to where we will be in the future. That's great. And so as you make your plans uh, for the new building, what would be some challenges or goals that you think that y'all are going to be faced with uh, in the coming months? as a church? Yeah. Well, uh, we're, we're very uh, excited about it, but know that there definitely will be some challenges to come. Uh, just in general, like just very uh, surface type uh, challenges or just being able to get all the documentation. Uh, there's quite a bit of bureaucracy trying to, to get all the documents and, and everything we need. It seems like we were told something different each time we go to visit with them. Uh, I'm sure no one can relate to any of that. Um, but uh, we also have just challenges as far as when we make a move. Uh, it, you know, anytime you move locations, there's a, there's a chance that you can lose some people that are part of, of, of your, your membership. And so we're concerned about that. Um, but also, honestly, we're just kind of really uh, trying to figure out exactly what those challenges will look like. But... Uh, the other side of that is we just know that there, we're going to have so many more opportunities available to us with uh, just a, such a, an increase in space from what we have now. We, we currently uh, just have a, this small, small facility, and when the building is complete, uh, we'll have more closer to eight or nine times the space of what we currently have. So it will be a, a huge addition, addition for us. That's great. Okay, church, I'd like for us right now to show our love to Brent and Jill. Let's sing, we love you with the love of the Lord to them. And then I'm going to ask Brent to pray for us uh, in Portuguese. And so uh, let's sing and then we'll hear Brent pray. We love you with the love of the Lord. We love you with the love of the Lord. We sing you the glory of our King. And we love you with the love of the Lord. Brian, I want to leave these words with you guys from Romans chapter 1, verse 11 and 12. 
Paul says, I long to see you that I may impart to you some spiritual gift to make you strong. That is, that you and I may be mutually encouraged by each other's faith. And I just want you guys and us as a church to know that every time we think of each other, every time we talk, that we're encouraged mutually by our faith. And even though we're thousands of miles apart, y'all are with us in heart and in spirit. And we love you guys. Thank you for your time. And we're going to do this again soon. Sounds good. We just want to, before I pray, I just want to thank you all again for, for taking the time and having the patience with us and uh, just always being so supportive of what we're doing. And we're, we're really excited to, to share with you, but we, we just hope you, you guys feel what a big part of it you guys really are. And uh, we just, we really appreciate all you guys do for us. So let's, let's pray or vamos orar. Okay. Nosso Deus, nosso Pai, está fazendo esse nosso lá pediu o Senhor vai continuar a igreja lá e eles vão continuar de ficar uma comunidade lá em Paris. Estamos tão gratos por cada pessoa que está lá hoje adorando o Senhor, sabemos o Senhor vai, já, vai abençoar a vida de todo mundo lá. Estamos tão gratos por tudo e, e, e nós queremos, uh, todo dia queremos ser mais como o seu filho Jesus, nós queremos dar e, e nossas vidas para outras pessoas. Nós sempre queremos alcançar mais almas por ti, sabendo o Senhor tem tudo poder, tudo sabedoria e pode fazer qualquer coisa e nós estamos tão gratos por o Senhor. Muito obrigado e nós oramos tudo em nome do Seu Filho Jesus. Amém. Amém. Church, y'all wave bye to Brent and Jill and their kids. We'll talk to y'all later. Have a great day. Y'all too. Take care. All right. Wow. Just a couple of things I want to point out. Um, boy, isn't it a blessing that we can communicate like this? I mean, the Apostle Paul has nothing now on this, does he? I mean, he had to send a letter. We've got Scott. And so uh, we figured it out, and it's just great um, that we could be able to talk to them. You heard them, and you saw pictures a moment ago. But I just want to remind you, while we were there, here's the growth, and here's what we observed. We saw men assuming leadership roles. And you think about it, in a short time of four years, that is amazing. That is growth. We were there when they had the first women's conference where there were over 75 women and Jill put us men to work in serving food and uh, in between serving food we would uh, kind of try all of it as well. And so, uh, But as Jill said, as that women's conference was being planned, a lot of the Brazilian ladies took leadership in planning that. That is a huge step because a lot of them had no idea how to do that and had no idea where to start. And so that's growth. That's growth in ministry as people are beginning to find out what their gifts are. And they, we were a part of a small group uh, that night at Brenton Jill's house, and it was so neat to, to watch the different families interact with one another and to share their heart and to see their faith in action 
their benevolence ministry is growing. They have a ministry called the School of the Bible where they do a weekly in-depth Bible study and, and it's an outreach uh, to, the, to the community there. They are involved in an internship program during the summer where uh, young people from the states will go over there uh, to be trained. And Brent and his team uh, work with those guys uh, to train them and to let them see firsthand and get their feet wet in ministry. And many of them become uh, missionaries uh, later on. And so we saw a church that's healthy. We saw a church that's growing when we stood up in our worship time to greet one another at the very beginning, just like we do here, they greet you with a smile. They greet you with a hug. I mean, you will get a lot of hugs when you're around the Brazilian people. They love to be together. And we stood as we sang praises to God. And church, I want to tell you, that little room, I mean, it echoed with the voices that were lifted up that morning in praise and worship to God. The Brazilians love to come together, not only to see one another and to be encouraged, but they love to raise their voices in praise and worship to God. And to see the babes in Christ, to see them fall in love with Jesus and to begin making that relationship with God and with one another, it was so neat to be able to, to witness that. And I can tell you this, we are so blessed with this team, Brent and Jill and their family. And even though two other families have come back to the States, they have recently added, uh, they've replaced them with two other families and they are there right now. They're in the process of learning culture and learning, uh, here they are right here, Chad and Micah Baker and Kelly and Kelsey Thomasy. And they, are, uh, they have housing now, and they're learning language, and they're just getting their feet wet into the culture of Brazil, and they're just going to start taking over uh, in different ministries where the other families left off. And so I say all of that to say this. The church in Niteroi, Brazil, is growing. It's doing very, very well, and we are blessed to be able to partner with them in such a rich ministry. I want you to turn right now to Philippians chapter 1 as we close our time together. And before I read this, I want you to scroll one more, Kim or John, whoever's running the slides. I want to give this challenge to us as a church. Even though we are thousands of miles away from Brent and Jill, can you go, is there one more slide with their contact information? Okay, it's not there. If you'll look on the back of your bulletin, and it's there every week, you'll see their website, and you'll also see a way that you can communicate with them through email. Actually, their website is not on there. Um, their website, you might want to write this down, it's www com, com. Those are ways that you can stay in contact with Brent and Jill. They would love to hear from you. They would love to just, even if it's just an email that says, hey, we're thinking of you this week. Y'all are in our prayers. We love you guys. 
blah, 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 blah. They would just want to know that they're remembered and that they're thought of thousands of miles away. And get on that website periodically and see the updates that they've sent. I know last month, uh, Brent sends us updates every month. In May, he, his report was through the form of a video. And it was wonderful, fabulous to see firsthand pictures and to see and to hear the, the things that are going on, not just in that month, but uh, with the church there. And so we want to be informed. We want to stay in contact with Brent and Jill. So please uh, make every effort to do that. And I want you to hear these words as we close this morning from Philippians chapter 1. Paul and Timothy, servants of Christ Jesus, to all of God's holy people in Christ Jesus at Philippi, together with the overseers and the deacons, grace and peace to you from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. I thank my God every time I remember you. In all my prayers for all of you, I always pray with joy because of your partnership in the gospel from the first day until now. Being confident of this, that he who began a good work in you will carry it on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. And he goes on to say, it is right for me to feel this way about all of you since I have you in my heart. Brent and Jill and their family and the church in Niteroi is on our heart. And we give God the glory for the growth that we have seen up to this point. And we know that God is not finished with that church yet. And you know what? He's not finished with you and I. He has a plan. And that plan, as I said at the beginning of our service today, is for us to be his hands and his feet and his mouthpiece wherever we may go. May we allow the light of Jesus Christ that's in our heart May we allow that to shine brightly everywhere we go from day to day. What a great morning this has been. Great time to spend with our missionaries and to thank God for the work there. And as we bring our time together to a close this morning, I want you to think about your own walk with God. And I want you to really think about, am I making that time Am I doing everything that God wants me to do to be his hands and to be his feet? Maybe you're here this morning and maybe you have so much stuff and clutter and things, sin, caught up in your life that it's causing you a hard time to see clearly what God wants you to be about. If you need public prayers this morning, we have leaders here that want to pray with you. Maybe you've never started that relationship with God and you want to begin today by placing your faith in Him and being buried in the waters of baptism to receive that gift of the Holy Spirit and to begin walking with Him day by day and being His hands and His feet. Whatever your heart is, whatever your desires are this morning, we stand ready to assist you in any way as you come right now as we stand.